Hey everyone, it's Keisha here from K&J Conversations, where we talk about love, family, relationships, and everything in between. I hope you're ready for this evening because we got some great topics. So come join us because guess what? It's conversation time. What's going on, everybody? It's Keisha. It's Justin. And you have come to join us on K&J Conversations. K&J Conversations. Guess what? What's up? Today is the 2021 20, episode. Oh, I'm going to say the day of my shit. What's going on about 2021? Um, well, 21? tomorrow is when everybody else will get it, but... Well, happy 21st episode. <laughs> Look, we moving and grooving in these streets. Moving and grooving. People only celebrate episode 50 and 100, but... Fuck nah, that. I mean, nah. give me my problems. I'm gonna celebrate every, I guess, like 20, 30 episodes just because. And plus, we start now, so that's a that's like a big accomplishment. That sounds just like a woman. You just celebrate every milestone. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> Even when you had your first kid, like I can remember, mm-hmm. my cousin was teasing me because I was like doing every little thing. I had my baby has his first year mm-hmm. book. I had a book when I was pregnant. I wrote everything down. So I guess it's a girl thing. It, it definitely is. It'd be <laughs> like, oh, we had the first date anniversary. Then it's, ooh, we had the first kiss anniversary. Then, ooh, this is the first time you told me you love. I'm like, what? You know, nowadays people celebrate a so what is an engagement anniversary. I never knew that existed. That's some new stuff. That. I don't know, man. I don't celebrate nothing. After you get married, don't know, no other dates matter to me. Well, I don't... I said it to me. No, no. see, for me, I'm not going to celebrate an, uh, an engagement every month. I'm not going to do all that foolery. That's just foolery. But, um, yeah, I'll celebrate my anniversary. I celebrate the 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 date that we started talking to. Oh, That's geez. still a... So, we have two anniversaries. The blood of Jesus. Because we've been together longer than we've been married. So, you can't just not acknowledge the years we've invested. That man's all fresh. Boy, back. Once I say I do, I don't know nothing else, okay? We, no, it does not work that way. I'm sorry. Even dating, though, I didn't celebrate, like, oh, we've been together for this many months. Or did I? Yes, you did. Did I? I didn't do that for a long time, though. (laughs) I I may have done it for, how long did I do that for? Until we got married. (laughs) No, you a lie. I did not do that. It's the 50th month that we've been together. I love you, baby. Ooh, we've been together for 75 months. And I love you. Oh, now you lying now. No, I ain't saying no 75 months. Now, we did celebrate our anniversary. Mm-hmm. But boy, bad. I am not that girl. Don't play me like that. 75 months. <laughs> no, I don't do 75 months. I'm not going to be sitting counting. No, that's foolery. I hate when people do that with their kids. My baby, 35 months. My baby, 65 oh, months. Like, who? How's your baby? 25 weeks? How old is your damn child? No, 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 no. Like, when the baby's little like that, like, you know, the doctors, they just go about weeks. True enough. But I'm, once my son turned one, he's one. He's one and a half. He's two. He's two and a half. Don't be hitting me with the, when somebody say, how old is your baby? Oh, my baby, 80 weeks old. What the hell is 80 weeks old? You ain't got into years yet, you telling me. But what is 80? Who's going to sit there and be counting? <laughs> oh, your baby this? Yeah, a dedicated mother. Yeah, I'm not doing ain't that. No, man, I ain't never heard no man say my child is 20, 27 months old. I ain't never heard no man say no shit like that. It stops after 12 months. 
after 12 months, your ba- <laughs> baby my, is this. My baby in a year. Oh, he's, he's, he's one. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> that was me. Like, I'm not. Baby, he too, okay? <laughs> That's just a hot mess. But you got some folks out here that live that lifestyle. Everything is months and more power to them. I guess when you get married, you're going to be sitting in some of some. I've been married for 100 months. I've been married oh, for. Oh, you know, you've been married for 13 months. For, look, so you've been married for over a year. Look, you got people out here celebrating just being engaged. Yeah. Like, that is the most silliest, goofiest thing I have ever heard in my life. One month uh, uh, engagement anniversary. Let's just get down to that, okay? Just, just, just do that, right. and then celebrate anniversaries. Like, yeah, it's just too much. But anyway, <laughs> we drifted. I feel that was like a Keisha flex moment. <laughs> I did. I, I feel like that was like a flex moment. For you. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I know that you just flexed. Flex. Hey, I just thought I'd throw that out there. Hey, you go, girl. If it fits, wear the glove. Anyway. Moving on. OJ, huh? Check in time. All right. With my hubby. How you feeling, babe? I feel good. You feeling you know, good? Yeah, my, my, my mental good. All right. You know, I'm, I'm good. All right. You know, enjoying the weather. So We definitely have had some good weather. Yeah, not too bad. I, I, can't, I, I can't knock it. I could be better in a lot of different areas, <laughs> sports-wise. But, sports-wise? Yeah, I get into that in a minute. Uh-oh. Though. He about um, to vent, y'all. It ain't gonna be that long. <laughs> Shit, I've been in like an hour on the bears. I don't care. I'm passionate about my teams. Look, we so, we know how you get down. You get to venting and, and stuff. Only about things I'm passionate about. Or things <laughs> that really annoy the shit out of me. But um Oh, I'm with you on that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm fine going to the weekend. I, I get my head cut and I'm getting a little um a little thrown on, on my edges. Run fast. I gotta cut my edges down, girl. Cut your edges. Yeah. Do you, boo? Do you? I ain't got no. I ain't got no choice. <laughs> I ain't got no choice, baby. <laughs> what about you? How how you feel? Um, I'm doing okay. Um, I have no complaints. I guess mm-hmm. I got a little headache right now, but I'm a, I'm gonna pull through this right here. Work it, work it on. But other than that, I'm okay. My mental been good this week. Um, just working hard yeah. and. We got our well. I got my shirts that I ordered from Brian oh, yeah. and his wife, and um, J and K Shout I'm out sorry, to I'm them. J and K, I'm putting me first. I'm sorry. Ladies are first. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not getting a big head. I'm sorry. <laughs> Can J conversation the shirts? Yes. Yeah, so you posted one on you. Got yeah, post posted one, one, and then when I wear the other one, I'll be posting that one and shouting them out in yeah. those uh, posts. Post so one, I appreciate them for that. We'll be doing business with them again. That real one slick. Yeah, I like the red one a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love red, so yeah. it pops. So I, I'm very happy with my um my purchase. So shout out to him and his wife. Um, but other than that, everything's been going really good. Just um working hard. Good. That's why they're here. That's what you like to hear. Yeah, motivated, moving, thinking, growing, elevating. Yes. All that in between. You have to be. I I'm you know, as you get older, it's always things that you want to accomplish and things you want to do. And sometimes you be looking like, oh, I'm too old or it's too late or should I, could I, how people going to look at me. Yeah. And the one thing that I'm realizing um, doing the pod and with my other business is that you're not going to always get the support you think you should get or yeah. should have. Um, you just do what you need to do. And as long as you're happy with yeah. what you're representing, then that's all that matters. Yeah. Um, 
this pod means a lot to me. I've been wanting to do it for a long time. So I do appreciate everybody that takes the time to to click on our pod oh, um, yeah, on whatever platform they're listening on. It means a lot to Shout me. Shout out to everybody. Yeah, man. it means a lot. And little do you guys know, we are working really hard to figure out different ways to enhance our pie and do different things with it. So just keep listening and jo- yeah. jo- uh, join the journey is what I'm trying to say with us. Um, we always evolving. Yeah. It's always, our content is always evolving. You know, we always have different thoughts and different ways things should go. So, you know, like, like she said, just, just stick along. It's only it's getting better and better, man. And the numbers show it, too. Yeah, I, I look at um the numbers and it means a lot to me. Just because we've only been doing it for a short period of time. Yeah. And to see that people are actually listening to us. I feel like that means we're doing something right. And I just look at anybody who's ever started any type of business. Mm-hmm. You know, you have your, um, you're good and bad with it because it's a learning process for yeah, you, especially if it's yeah. something new that you're doing. So the more you do it, the better you get at it. And it's the same thing that we tell our kids, you know, everything is not going to come easy. Even just stepping out your comfort zone and things like that. Um, yeah. It's a big thing for me. So I just appreciate everybody that listens to us. It means a lot to me. We even got more viewers. We we got more listeners now on Apple. Yeah. We was really, we was really uh, Spotify heavy at one time. But now it's like Apple, Apple is really, now. yeah. So that means a lot because that was like one of my goals was to get on Apple. When we first started, I'm like, we're going to be on Apple. And then when I didn't see that we was on Apple, I was a little saucy. So it was like... Once we got on Apple, like, I was in just excited. Like, yeah. that meant a whole lot to me. So, yeah. um, I just want you guys to know that I appreciate you guys. You don't know what that means to me. Um, Just doing something really out of my comfort zone, I guess. Just having intimate conversations and mm-hmm. things like that and letting people into our world, I guess, a little bit. Um, So, it means a lot to me. It makes me really happy. Intimate. Intimate conversations. Hey, I be like my sage through the day. Mm-hmm. You know, burning sage is a beautiful thing, even though my son don't like it, but <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Like it just calms your nerves and just it, it, mm-hmm. and until my son come let me get you burning sage. Burning that sage. He cannot stand it, but it, I love it. It calms me down. I'm like, yes, it gives me life. So I'm here for it. Like, hey, I might start doing that burning little sage. <laughs> start. Don't burn. be a hater. Bad enough I love y'all be hating. Don't don't be a hater. Because when you be burning, you be you be directing that shit in my direction. <laughs> like I'm like I'm talking to you or something. <laughs> like I'm burning little sage. You know, that shit above my head. <laughs> like, hey, sage you down. Right, we ain't doing that, man. <laughs> but I I do like burning it. It's 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 very just relaxing and calming. I enjoy uh, burning sage. I'm not gonna leave it loud. But other than that, yeah, I'm good. Um. So let's go on and get into your sports because you said you wanted to um, get into your, your sports. What's what's going on in your sports, bro? Uh, you know what? Um, everyone knows that I'm a, I'm a huge Bears and Chicago Bulls fan. So when, when the Chicago Bulls made this damn trade to get this damn center um, and then these, uh, these other players around uh, this center, to add to our squad, well, Levine and our boys, we already got going on, some of our little young bulls. 
You know, I'm thinking, hey, it's going to be good. I'm still confident in my squad, but God damn it, they were the same way it was before this trade, but we got less cap space now. So I'm, I know it's a process. Right now, I'm just frustrated because I know we got the talent on our team to do better. But right now, it's, just, it's a struggle, man. It's, they, it's they a struggle. Yeah, they, don't, they ain't got a lot of practice time. You know, there's a lot of games rolling out. We playing a lot of the, the better teams right now. So it's hard to put them in jail together. I'm watching their ass right now. We're watching them. They're getting their ass bust to Orlando Magic. God damn it. The Orlando Magic is trash. And we getting bust. So, hope they turn around. But they, this is just one thing that irritates me. Because this is the middle of April. And the end of the season is a little bit over a month from now. So, we got to get this shit back rolling. Or we going to miss the playoffs. And we ain't spend all this money and trade all these damn players and our draft picks for us to miss the playoffs. So, Everybody talking about some look for next year. Y'all gonna be good, yeah. But I want to see them win now too. I don't want to just always wait. And we've been we've been trash for over five years, mm-hmm. over five whole years. That's you a think long I want to wait another year to see them get better? No, I would like to see them win now. I don't expect them to win no championship, but you just want a better team to yeah, because yeah. that's just the way it goes. If you show if that's the way it goes with a young squad, especially going to free agency in the draft. If they see a team with promise like the Bulls have and they show them show up and show out in the playoffs, even when you play in game, I don't expect your ass to get to the second or third round or whatever. Just win the damn play in game and get a chance to showcase your talent in a seven game series. You know what's sad? I don't be knowing none of these mm-hmm. basketball players. Like back in the day I at least knew people and knew of them. I don't be knowing these people. It's okay. I guess. I it's just sad. I
That's all it is. Uh, okay, baby. Orlando can kiss my ass right now, though. We losing. And Orlando is trash. And we losing them. Orlando, Orlando Magic kiss my ass, man. <laughs> all right. You and your feelings, but it's going to be okay. Yeah. Well, one thing I did want to talk about. What um, you want to talk about? You know, last week, we lost somebody so great. Yeah. And that's going to truly, truly be, be missed. That has um, brought so much to music and history. Yep. Um, I was a big fan of him. I know you was a big fan of him. Yep. But it was a big hit losing DMX. Um, it made me really sad. Um, yeah. That was- for that, because I really sent a lot of prayers to um, his way, to him, his family. Just really hoping he pulled through. So, um, I just know he's going to truly, truly be missed. Um, Just his personality, just the person he was. Um, Over the years, I've watched interviews and things, and he just seemed like a good person, just his spirit, you know? like, And people have so many nice things to say about him and the energy that he brought. And so... That's truly gonna be missed. Um, I love it. I've loved seeing the posters and pictures of him and Aaliyah that people have been posting. Because oh, yeah. um, those particular pictures, I guess, really mean a whole lot now because they both are gone. Mm-hmm. And so, and they had a lot of love for each other. And he took it pretty hard when Aaliyah passed too. So, yeah. um, those pictures mean a lot just to see them and gather. And a lot of people were posting those a lot on social media. So. Yeah. Um, I definitely send a lot of love and prayers to his family and things like that. Um, but that's a big kick in the music industry for real. It is. And you know, I was, uh, when X was first coming up, you know, I was in high school. So a lot of people was like, man, you, you Rockefeller, you Rough Riders. It wasn't no, it wasn't nothing else in between. You know, it was Rockefeller. You, you, your, your favorite artist going to be Jay-Z. Your favorite artist was DMX. Yeah, <laughs> and that's how it was. They had basketball teams named after Rough Riders. They had basketball teams named um, named after the Rock. So and it was just them two, and they was they was running it. And DMX at I one point in time was even a bigger star than Jay Z. I'm a, I'm a huge Jay Z fan. I will even admit that shit. He was a bigger star than Jay at one point, to be honest with you. And I loved when he came out with the Rough Riders. Like, oh, that was my CD. Like, I bumped that CD so yeah. much. Um, it just, that 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 was just a vibe within itself um, to see. Um, I can't think, I can't, oh, I hate that I can't think of his name. Which one? From Rough Riders. Which one? Who? Um, Is it Dragon? Yeah, Dragon. Yeah, I know going to say Dragon. Because <laughs> um, I loved his, uh, that song that was on that album from him, mm-hmm. but it really brought tears to my eyes to see the post that he put up yeah. and he was crying and and everything. Um, and I know his the Rough Riders and everybody that ever worked with DMX that close like that oh, yeah. are truly hit, you know, hit with a, a, a just hit with yeah. that. So I was like, man, I was like, yeah. And I thought about Eve and everything, you yeah. know, um, when I heard the news. So. I just I, I definitely send prayers still that way to you know definitely. family. I enjoy I enjoy you know when he passed one person that reached out to me when he passed was Irv Gotti for some reason I thought about Irv Gotti because I really enjoyed I'm gonna go back and look at a lot of them interviews that Irv had he had a lot of nice things to say about him because he was one of the ones that that really pushed for X to get signed and, and you know 
uh, to break eggs. Did you see the um, post that, um, oh my God, Switch Beats mm-hmm. put out? I didn't, I didn't see it. He had, his, his post was really deep in the bars that he had about DMX, um, because, you know, he, he acknowledged mm-hmm. him as his brother and stuff, and yeah. he just really was just like, I felt that, like, you know, and he made it clear, like, y'all don't know how many times I cried mm-hmm. before I could post this about my brother, mm-hmm. and he let it be known, it better not ever be any type of disrespect mm-hmm. when it comes to DMX. Or it's gonna be a problem, yeah. which I understand. I, <laughs> I understand that, and so I really felt his uh, post, and it was like, damn, like I felt that. You know what I mean? And it won't just come from him. They got whole, they got whole biker biker clubs named after you know the Rough Riders. So they, uh, Chicago, you know, they Chicago. used to be. Oh yes. my God, back in. Late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah, oh boy, boy you couldn't even ride down the damn run without the asses. Uh, <laughs> they was cutting. They, yeah, that's just in Chicago. Yeah, I can't imagine, imagine it. New York, all the East Coast. Imagine all these other places that got them same type of uh, groups. Uh, yeah, I can't even imagine. Rough Riders and DMX, man, like he, he, they everywhere. And I'm sure Chicago probably gonna clown because back in the day though, they was they was out in these streets yeah. for real, but. Yeah. Um, I just wanted um, to acknowledge that because that was like a really big hit and it really did touch me. Um, you didn't let me finish my talk. Oh, go ahead, baby. I'm sorry. You didn't let me finish my I'm sorry, baby. Right. I'm go, go ahead, baby. I'm don't, sorry. Don't touch me. I'm sorry. But, don't put your hands on me. <laughs> don't but, do your wife um, like that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like I say, if, if y'all ain't haven't seen them or y'all haven't seen them in a while, man, go back and revisit some of all them interviews that everybody used to do because these are having the greatest stories about how you, how you found DMX and Stories about them in the studio and him fighting to get uh, in uh, in Def Jam offices and everything. Them was some really good stories. I'll probably go back and revisit that because that was some good stuff. And I can't wait even to hear him come out and speak. I like oh, Irv. Uh, yeah. yeah, I like Irv. I like him a lot. He's very. Bl- you know what I like about him? Because I watched. My husband has me. He's really into podcasts and um, different type of interviews and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um. And so he's gotten me to like sit down and listen to him with him as well. And I enjoy it actually. But um, over the years since we've been together, I've looked at and listened to a few interviews that Mm -hmm. has done. And the one thing I can say, like, I love the fact that he's real blunt. He say what it is and as that, you know what I mean? And he speaks the truth about whatever it is that he putting out there. So I can respect that. Yeah, and then he comes from a time that it kind of reminds me of my father. Like they, they speak, they, you know what I mean. Yeah. And that's what that it is. So that's era, why man. I think I vibe with him. That was a era, man. The nineties was a great era. Nineties or two thousand was a great era. Um, so I really enjoyed it. Go back, you listen to the man music, relive them classics. Even go back and watch the verses him and Snoop did, man. That's the most recent time with DMX, and then the last time a lot of people saw DMX, and that was a, that was one of my favorite verses that they did. The way him and Snoop was running off each other, the way Snoop was just motivating him, you know, when they was doing their thing. But you kind of kind of saw X was a little bit uncomfortable. He kind of lacked a little confidence in his skills right now because you know he's a little older. 
But Snoop was straight. Snoop started freestyling, and he was motivating X to freestyle, and X to really start getting comfortable and started doing his thing. And he just saw it, man. He saw the joy that they had together. So I really liked it. I really did. I'm not gonna so lie. I go I, I yeah. I, when you when you do, I'm gonna watch it with you because I actually yeah. um, enjoyed it, and uh, it was dope to see them because I'm a big fan of both of theirs. Like if you in our age range, you grew, grew up with that music. Um, you was in grammar school, high school, listening to that music. So I'm just a big fan of it. And I love it. And I just feel like we don't have that type of music anymore. Um, the LLs, the, uh, Tupac's, the Biggie's, DMX, like yeah, all yeah. of them people. And it's even more than that. Lil' Kim and you know yeah. what I'm saying? These are the people I foxy. Like these are the people I grew up listening to, the people I vibe with. Was, 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 you couldn't tell me that when I first got my first car, Ja Rule. Ja like. Rule was them boys <laughs> back in the day, man. Them boys was selling, man. So I'm just I'm here for it and um when we lose yeah. people like this, it's a big hit, especially if you grew up listening to them. It's almost like you lost the family. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it hurts. You know, you don't know these people personally, um, but they allow you into their world and things like that. And yeah. so, you know, it it, 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 it hits a certain kind of way. So, blessing to everybody, man. For sure. Um, you know, prayers, prayers to his family. So, for sure. We're definitely for sure. Gonna miss, man. I'm I'm definitely with you on that. I'm gonna run you into the. I know I check you and running longer, but I don't, we don't care. We we still rolling with this. Yes, thing. we just we we vibing. We just going with it tonight. What about your transits to the movies or shows? What you been What you been watching? Um, two of the shows that I've been watching. Okay, so we got to get into this. The show them oh, yeah. on Prime. Oh, yeah. I've been seeing people posting, and then my husband's like, "You heard of that show them?" And I'm like, "I don't know." And then when he I was like, oh, that. Yeah, I saw that on there, but I hadn't clicked on it. Mm-hmm. My favorite part is when she slapped the hell out that lady. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she told her daughter, baby, hold this. <laughs> and walked calmly over to her. Hey, I was here for that. But no, all jokes aside, um, <laughs> if you have not watched that show, watch it. It's very deep. It has a lot of things in there. They tie a lot of things into it. Yes, they did. For sure. So, um, a lot of knowledge. Yes. Good, man. I, ain't try- I want you about it. I was like, man, this probably had this really stuff work for real. Yes. So, yeah, especially back in the time um, where our grandparents were buying homes and things like that. Mm-hmm. Those are things because, like, when my grandparents bought their home, it was a lot of white people in the neighborhood. And the Caucasian, yes, and and it's like my grandparents had three teenage sons and a daughter. Yep. So you can imagine around the Caucasian, you know. So <laughs> it was interesting to see that because it's people that really went through that stuff at that time. Oh yeah, and then I don't. I'm not. I'm not trying to spoil anything for you because it's so. It's still so new, but the outline of it is um they. Black couple moved to um moved to Compton, California. Um, they was the first colored, well, I would say one of the first colored people in the neighborhood. So they had to deal with a lot of racism at that time. This is based in nineteen fifties or sixties. Is one of them. So and then they had to deal with, you know, the the plot of the uh, the whites to try to band together to get them out. On top of that, they had to deal with something that was going on. Uh, 
of a supernatural aspect in, in their house and on that land. So, mm-hmm. And it was just I didn't, I didn't say too much. You know, no, no, because it's it's that's like the sum up of what it is. Because I don't want to give it away, but it's what ten episodes. Ten episodes. And when I tell you, it's like you watching a movie the way they filmed it. Because I'm we binged it. Yeah. So it was. Uh, Some people say they couldn't binge. Some people say they had to step away from before man didn't come back. But no, we we really just man, we gangsta yeah we out. we did and because it was like once we started we really couldn't stop. Yeah, we that out. And so it was like, huh? But it's a really good. Um, show and I'm really I cannot wait to see season two. You think and with we'll the, season two? I don't know because when they do seasons like that it throws me sometimes so I don't know if this is going to be I just, think this may be like a limited series. Maybe but normally they two. say that though but no maybe Netflix just say see Netflix will tell you like it's just limited Yeah. but if it is just what we saw they did a very good job um, oh man! I enjoyed it. That little girl was a, she was she was one of my favorites. To be honest, she was so feisty. Was trip, she was feisty, yeah. but I really enjoyed it. Um, so if you haven't had a chance, check it out. It's it's a lot going on in there. Mm-hmm. It's some lessons to be learned in there. Oh yeah. Um, because there may be some people that really need to see and hear that, especially because of the video I just saw recently, um, mm-hmm. of a young black uh, guy walking in the neighborhood that he lived in. And apparently the the guy that approached him is a sergeant in the service, mm. a lieutenant or whatever. Yep. And he was harassing this young man yeah. and then pushed him and being real aggressive. And the whole time the young man was very calm. And then it was two women, mm-hmm. his wife and some other lady asking him, well, where you live at? What's your address? And the guy asked him, well, how long you been in the neighborhood? It don't matter. Ain't none of your business, but it's your business to know where his address is mm-hmm. and for you to follow him because that was what the remarks the women were making well maybe we should follow you and things like that so I just think this show could be a learning lesson for people like that that think it's okay to harass someone because mm-hmm. um, I don't think nobody's just going to be walking around because it looks like it was a subdivision to me mm-hmm. I don't think nobody's just going to walk around your subdivision just to be walking around your subdivision well, the entitlement the entitlement <laughs> The entitlement of the whites. So, I don't know. Um, I know these topics are very um, sensitive, and I know sometimes people can get offended, but being... um, You get offended about... No, but this is what I was going to say, though. You're racist. Me being an African-American woman, and I have a husband that is African-American, and I have an 11-year-old son, um, I take these type of things personal, because at the end of the day, when my husband leaves out of here every day to go to work... Mm -hmm. I literally, I pray over my husband every day he leaves here. Um, and I ask God to look over him, watch over him. Um, because my husband has dealt with certain situations. Uh, and it makes me uncomfortable as his wife, you know, because I go into protective mode. <laughs> Even though, like, you know, that's just my nature when I love somebody. And so I take situations like this real seriously. And when I see things like this, I think of my son. Mm-hmm. Like, what if we was living somewhere? We live in a subdivision. And what if he decided to take a walk or ride his bike or something and somebody decided to walk up to him and harass him like that? Yeah. You know, those are the thoughts that come through my mind because people just assume they have the right to do that. And you really don't. Like, somebody paying bills just like you. What makes them, what makes you any different than the next person? 
You know what I mean? So those are the thoughts that come to my mind. But I know these subjects get really um, sensitive and I know people don't like to touch on them. And it's so much going on in the world that I, 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 <laughs> we at the point. You where know, I don't. I don't mind touching them. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care about touching them. You know no, it's not that I care. It's well, just, no. I'm saying uh, is like I, I have no issue with touching on the on the on these subjects because people been quiet. Black folks been quiet way too long because they don't want to. They don't want to disturb the whites. Basically. Well, well, I, they ain't my. They don't want to rattle the sheep or something like that, or or, or fear of a sort. It was like, man, forget that. No, that's not that's not the era we staying in. That's not the era we live in anymore. Mm-hmm. And we ain't never going back there. So that's what it is. And I just I don't know it. It's really it's just disturbing all the way around. Um, when you see these things, and it yeah. just so happened I ran across the video today, and literally that was the first thing that came to my mind, like. As my son get older, and like my our son is almost my height. I'm five eight. My son is five five. So he looks like a teenager. He's been looking like he could be a teenager for a while, you know. But so I think about those type of situations, and I have to have certain kind of conversations with my son, um, which I don't like, and I don't feel like I should have to, but I have to because. You know, he needs to be aware of things and know things and how to handle situations. But I had to give it to that young man because he did. He stayed calm the whole time. He got pushed two times. Because they want you to get right. But I'm just saying, he got pushed two times in that video. And he kept stepping in his face. The young man steps back. Every time he was trying to walk away, the man walked up on him. I was just like, so what are you doing? And then these two women are like co-signing. And saying little slick stuff. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I read some of the comments that were under the post. And it's people's first reaction to say, like, because it was a guy that posted. was like, I'm six something. Woo, woo, woo. I weigh this many pounds. Would you have walked up on me like that? Because I think about, like, if you were somewhere, if that was you, would that same man walk up to you like that with that same type of energy? Thinking he could push you? Because he was bigger than that young man. Mm-hmm. So he would have just been like... No. I I doubt that very seriously. No, <laughs> I doubt that very seriously. So a I don't of, know. A lot of older and, and 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 it's sad that a lot a lot of older white men are very uh, they have a superiority complex. Not all of them, but a lot of them have a superiority they complex, do. and they and they see black, especially black men, are threats to them. So they do everything they, they can do. systematically to try and keep a black man down because they see them as a threat. And it's funny because and I it's worked. Sad. I worked at a company and my supervisor was a white guy. He had two problems. <laughs> he didn't know how to talk to women. Mm-hmm. But then I felt like, and then it was the black thing too. Oh, yeah. It was two problems there. They never come and, out with it, but it's all Yeah, it was it was both. He didn't know how to talk to women. He talked to he he talked down to women and things. Yep. And I remember telling Justin like the first incident, well, before my incident occurred, it was me watching him mm-hmm. do certain things to other people in the office. And I remember mentioning it to Justin, like, yeah, that wouldn't be too good if he approached me like that. That was my, my first reaction, you know, and I'm older now and things like that. So I'm just like, yeah, that just wouldn't be too good. And then um, I'm going to say it like this. It was my turn, finally, you know. And when he did it to me, it was just like... I'm not here for this. I walked into the office, hadn't even took my coat off, put my purse down, and all of a sudden I had somebody screaming on the top of their lungs at me like I'm their kid. 
And I kindly turned around and I had some words for him. And he was like, who you talk to? I said, who you talking to? Like, don't give it if you can't receive Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. You want respect, you got to give respect. I don't care who you are, you know? And I just, it just really upset me that a a man, first and foremost, I'm like, my father ain't never talked to me like this. My grandfather ain't never talked to me like Mm -hmm. this. At the time, Justin was my boyfriend. He ain't never talked to me like this. What makes you think I'm going to let you talk to me like this? Like, you have lost your mind. Seriously. Mm-hmm. And because I ta- I said something to him, he got so red, so pissed off. And it was just funny to me. And I was just calm as I could be. But I meant what I said. Like, and then it used to be funny because I think he used to say little things to intimidate you. Because I know karate and I could do this and I could kill a person with this movie. Mm-hmm. He used to walk around the office like, if you don't get your little short little stuff yeah, out of here. No karate, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it used to crack me up. But it's I've ran into situations with people, um, women and men. <laughs> and it's really crazy to me how they want to be aggressive to you but think you won't take it. And then when you show you ain't gonna take it, now all of a sudden it's a problem. But you was the aggressor. Yeah. I'm just gonna finish it for you. You wanna run you wanna run ahead. <laughs> and then you wanna go tell somebody, oh, I was scared, or yeah. I thought, no, it does not work that way. Like don't start something and then as soon as somebody is just gonna take it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I I always think about my son when I see these things and just like the young man that just lost his life in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um for me, I see the stories, but I just can't keep hearing it because it hurts me. Literally, I shed tears because I think of my husband. I think of my son. I think of my uncles. I, You know, I think of my nephews, like all of that. And even though it's not my family personally that is hitting, it's still a young black person that has lost their life for no reason. Mm-hmm. So it just hurts me so bad when I see these stories. And with that situation, I just, I'm not buying it. It pissed me off. It makes me upset. If you train, you never you, want to come out and just be like, oh, I thought it was my taser. I didn't mean to shoot him. It's the dumbest shit in the world. Uh, yeah. And, then, and, and <laughs> once again, the underlying theme is the the whites. They keep getting away with the same, these little, it these upsets little, me. These little dumbass excuses. It's like, that's, that's ridiculous. It ain't, that wouldn't be. That would that would that's not the standard when you no. sign to be a police officer. That's not the standard. And if you don't when know, in the field, I'm sorry. No one is you. You're not getting trained not to know the difference between your damn taser and your and your pistol. Trying to tell you. No one, you're not getting trained like that. So basically, you saying you thought that's the way you was trained. Mm-hmm. You don't know the difference. And there's no way you should have a badge on. There's no way you should be on the streets if you don't know the difference from a taser and a gun. Then they get mad and want to and want to and want to cry with a bitch about things. They talk when people talk about some defunding the police and all that. What's, you give them what reasons do we have to trust the police? We can't and, even trust you with a simple traffic stop or a simple because traffic calls, stops keep getting into no, s- turning into somebody losing yeah, their life. Ain't, ain't nobody calling the police if it's a domestic or if it's, mm-hmm. or someone feels threatened. Uh, even bigger threat is calling the damn police right about now. No one's calling the police if they feel threatened because no. the police ain't going to do shit but b- bring gas to the fire already. Did you see the post? I wanted, I think it was New York where they just passed a law if you call the police for um, race yeah. that you going to get in trouble. Yeah. And they need to pass a law in every state for that. Mm-hmm. People need to start getting penalized for just picking up a phone 
and 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 acting mm-hmm. <laughs> and giving a whole show about being attacked or being scared, but they're the one being aggressive the whole time they on the phone screaming and or whatever. Yeah. They need to get in trouble for that. They need to go sit in a jail for that. Go sit in jail for two, three years. That's what I feel. Cause every time they call the police and do these things, then people get called. People get called. And then somebody may possibly lose their life. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I'm not here for it. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm not. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, it makes me upset. It makes me sad. Um, I just, I cannot. Yeah. And then we got some other stuff we got to talk about. We ain't through just yet. All right. This check-in is long. Okay, so, um, I wanted to, before we go to, to the next thing, mm-hmm. I just wanted to definitely send prayers to that young man's parents, his family, and just Minnesota as a whole. Um, yep. There's a lot of work that needs to be done there. There's no way that we lost George Floyd and now this. Like, it's too much. And there's mm-hmm. definitely needs to be some work done in that police department's there. Everything. It just need They need to clean house yeah. and regroup and take it real seriously because... People losing lives um, is not a joke. And people are upset. And for this to happen back to back, they just need to handle that. Yeah. Seriously. Um, anything else you wanted to say? I just wanted to to say well, this, that. Yeah, I mean, well, for me, to close out on that. Yeah, this could be another summer. If this continues, this could be another full summer protest. And it could be out even deeper this summer if this keeps up. And it could probably get even worse this summer. Yeah. Just get your hands up, so... Just, just, just stay safe out there. You know, mm-hmm. keep your, keep your guards up. Don't, don't do nothing stupid. But at the same time, don't just, don't, ain't no, ain't no getting on our knees. That's that, that's dead. Yeah. But even the conversation we we, just, we was having, it reminded me of we just watched, um, the real, I, the real world. I haven't seen the real world. I, I was a fan of the real world back in the early two thousands. I was too. Yeah, so they came out with it. Probably came out like a month or two ago. It's, it's the real world. I guess it was back to New York. It was the original cast. Tell them what we watch on. I'm not trying not to talk, but I just want you to on, tell them. Uh, Paramount Network. Yeah, we been. I wanted to we, big on Paramount. I'm like, man, what what the hell am I watching on the pair <laughs> on Paramount Network? So. We found some little things to watch, you know, so we'll see how it goes. But I'm like, what the hell am I watching? <laughs> we got to do the trial. Y'all ain't going get, get the trial. And <laughs> so then we'll figure it out from there. Figure out what you want to do from there. <laughs> but it was um the original cast from like... Uh, the very that, first 90, season. 92? Mm-hmm, 92. Yeah, 28, 27, 28 years ago, something yep. like that. Almost um, 30 years ago. Yeah, um... So they brought that whole cast back, which included Heather B. That rocks with Swear in the Morning, and you know she's so I love she was Heather. part of the original cast. Shout right? out, yeah. <laughs> like I, I love her to death. I do. Yeah, I love yeah. her energy and There's her personality. There's a couple other TV personalities that was that's on there also. So they they went back and revisited some of the issues they had, and you know, ironically, some of the issues they was having then, I, and they was they were talking about some of the same things that's still going on now. Um, a Mister, what is his name, Kevin? Um, Powell. Kevin Powell. He was one of the um the gentlemen on the show and he was a writer. Um he was, was it the source he was a writer for for? Vibe. Vibe. He was a writer for Vibe. Uh he, was he did the, Vibe uh, the Tupac time. uh He was the guy that covered Tupac and mm-hmm. did the Tupac stories and Vibe. And they the was time. actually really cool with each other. Yeah, I'm assuming I believe he was the gentleman in um that they reenacted in this um 
the All Eyes on Me documentary also. So it was um really it was it was really good and he was he was basically was reliving some of the conversations they was having about uh being black in America on how uh white people perceive black people and um you know um he got into, into it with a young young lady that was back in the original World War. Uh, they had disagreement about race and his perception of it and then her perception of it. And then she said, why are you yelling? Are you going to hit me? And then he, if this is a younger white lady. He like, that's your perception of black, a black man. If he's passionate about something you, it's, and he becomes a threat to you, that's your perception, which you look like. Um, and then another young lady he got into um, a disagreement with. Um, her, her thing was that um, her being, her perception of, she was another young white lady, and she felt as though uh, the black struggles was no different than her struggles as a woman. And then he was just like, you got to be kidding me. So that was another situation. And then they they relived, tried to have a conversation about it, and then she basically just doubled down on it. And she started getting to the whole car where she was like, some of the stuff you were saying back then was racist, but it's, it's, about, it's, more, it's, it's more than that now. It's about us as a world as a whole. And she was just on some... You know, I have black friends and we get along fine. And, and he's like, well, that's the worst thing you can do is tell, only, as, as, as a white it. woman or as a white person to tell another black person, well, I have black friends. He said, you don't realize that's that's racism in itself. And then any point he, he, he got to, it's like she got really defensive about things and things. And they were, everyone was like, you know, you just need to listen. We're at a point in time in our country where you should do more listening and less talking. Because there, there are stories that need to be told of injustices. And she didn't want to listen. She just wanted to talk and justify herself and her points. And then she went on to say, well, the world isn't fair. That's just the way it is. But not only that, um, she was, they kind of showed how all she talked about was her. And all the things mm-hmm. that she's done and how she's done this and that and this mm-hmm. and that. It was never no other type of conversation coming out of her mouth. Every time she was talking to somebody, it was about those things. Even when they did flashbacks of her in 92, it was the same type of setup. Yep. And what really kind of irritated me with her is that was her, was she Julie or was Julie the other one that was in, from Alabama? Julie. Because I want to say her name. She was, uh, was it, uh, was it Beth or Becky? It was one of them. Becky. Becky. Becky was the argument. Becky is the one that ended up leaving. Okay, yes. And Julie was the other one. She but Julie group, now, it was two things that I, I liked about the reunion of them getting back together. It was definitely things that they wanted to hash out and things like that from back in 92. It was really good. And because the Kevin Powell was portrayed as the angry black man, he had to defend himself for years. Yep. And that's all the time. And that was what he was trying to say back then. That was what he was trying to let be known in the present. Mm-hmm. That every time, even not only just black men, but black women, whenever we express ourselves, we're aggressive, we're this, we're that. Yep. But you're not even taking the time to listen. You already have made your man up. And these are the things that he was trying to, mm-hmm. to make clear to her. Yep. Um, and that's, a, that's just how it is. That's my truth. That's what black people's truth is, which is the truth. Yep. Um, and he just, it was really nice to see that one, him and Julie had 
she understood what she had done wrong. They both apologized back then and all of that. But since then, since 92, Julie, she lives in Alabama. She has her kids, a son and a daughter. She took her kids to do the march for um, Black Lives Matter. They do all type of different things. And I love to see now she saw what the problem was. Yeah, she definitely She saw it. Concept. She understood it. Yep. And so, so something came from that when she left that show back in 92. Yeah, she grew. She grew a whole lot. Yeah. Um, And it was a beautiful thing to see. And the other well, guy. was making signs. And she yeah, was making saving, signs and she everything. Was collecting her, she was saving all her signs from all yep. the protests and marches she'd been to. She yep. saved all her stuff. And it was really um, a nice thing to see. And so when they were sitting there having this conversation about what happened in 92 between him and Becky, it was really sad to see that almost 30 years later, this woman still has not grown as a person. No. And her leaving that house to me showed them this is who she is. Mm -hmm. I think, in my opinion, she kind of, she played a role in front of them. Mm -hmm. You know, um, but well, that's who she is. Those are traits of what we call the Karen now. And well, then, Karen, uh, those are wait a what, what did uh, the guy say? What was his name? The guy that told her to shut up? I forgot his name. I can't. I hate that. Yeah, I can't yeah, think his yeah, name. Like but it. he told her to shut up because she wouldn't stop. Yeah, one of the guys that she was really close to. And he told her to shut up because she would not stop to listen to Kevin. She just kept going on and on. And then from her going on and on, all you got out of her mouth was, well, I've traveled to Africa. I joined an African dance team dance team, and yeah. I did this. And what, wait a minute, what was really disrespectful is when she said, I lost my color. Yeah, she said, I lost my color there. I'm like, what do you mean you lost, what, what does that mean? I, I really wanted to know, what did that mean? You lost your color. And then when she went into, I have black friends. and I, That's the uh, first thing I feel like white people say that are racist. Mm -hmm. I have black friends. Who are you trying to prove that you got black friends to? Mm -hmm. If you have black friends, that's good for you. But do you understand what your black friends go through? Mm -hmm. That there's a big difference between you and them. And the reality that they got to deal with and the reality that you deal with daily. Yeah. And I love when he called her out on all of that. Mm-hmm. He he called her out on everything, and I loved it. And I was just like, and but she, she didn't want to hear it. She didn't want to hear it. She got upset. Mm -hmm. And then when her friend told her to shut up because he was like, I don't want her to be a Karen. She don't realize what she's saying mm -hmm. and how it's going to make her look down the line. When this is, And he even told, turned around and said, dude, you know how this is going to look when they air this. Yep. Like, listen to what he's saying to you. Everybody said it. And Heather B., I loved her attitude about it. She didn't care. She was like, I'm she not in this. It. I'm not. And I know why she did that. Like, I I, I know why she did she that. She didn't have No, she didn't. But she know. She know. And yeah. it was like, I love the other uh, cast members that understood. Um, yeah. And I know that it meant a whole lot to Kevin to have that conversation because that hunted him all these years. People labeling him as this angry black man yeah, and can't control himself and all of you that. So tired, you get tired of that. When he got that. emotional, I understood that as a black person. I can't understand it as a, a black man, man, but I understood it as a black person because it is a very frustrating thing 
to be in situations where you have to defend yourself and people make you feel like you went wrong, like you've done something wrong. So mm-hmm. um, if you haven't caught their uh, season, check it out. Really it was good. really good. Mm-hmm. Her leaving the house, though, to me, I told Justin this, it just showed what she was about. That shows that that, she, that was her true character. That's who she is as a person. Whether she wants to admit it to the world or not, that's what she is. Um, and also, when she was leaving at the house, the, the, the guy, who I hate, I can't think of his name. Um, when he asked her, well, what about our friendship? Don't our friendship mean anything? And she was like, no. And he was like, so it never meant anything? No. I was like, so that told you right then and there. What And then all of them have reached out to her, trying to talk to her, and she wouldn't respond to them. So it was just really sad to see that. Um, Kevin was open to that conversation with her as a grown man, um, trying to have a conversation with a, a grown woman, and she wasn't capable of having that conversation. It was really sad, especially when it's almost Norman. 30 Huh, Norman, yeah. Um, that she wasn't capable of doing that, and everybody else in the house understood. They was supportive of Kevin. Yeah, I just you know. feel like those are just classic traits of a Karen. It's like you know, if the cameras were around, she would have said something else. It's like when you, when, you, when 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 someone's opposing your point, when someone mm-hmm. of the opposite race is opposing your point, you as a white woman, and you start getting defensive. And then you don't want to hear anything else. You're yep. caring. I'm sorry. That's racism at its finest. And I'm gonna be so. honest. He was a. He even tried to have a private conversation, and she did the same thing and hung up on. She just blamed. She she blamed when you when you don't hold accountability for what you say and what you do and your actions and you justify everything and then you talk about uh, your wealth and what you have and you and that's all she kept talking and about. And basically, you it's just classism in your eyes and you're just saying the world is not fair and that's just the way it is. If you have to live with it. You're racist. You're you are racist because, no, it, that's not how it is. No, I'm not saying. <laughs> no, 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 not you. That's what I'm saying as far as what she said. Her comment she made. No, that's not how, you know, you, you don't no, say stuff not. like that. You just don't. So it was it was really interesting to see it. I did enjoy the reunion, but I was kind of glad when she left. I felt like the energy in the house was a little better, too, yeah, but, I to mean, be you honest. She Everyone knew she wasn't staying. Like, come on. <laughs> that's what that's what Karen's do. I was but, shocked um, she left. I didn't think I originally. I didn't think you did call it, but I didn't think she was gonna leave. Actually, and then when she pa- she packed them bags real quick too, and she was rolling. She wasn't even looking at nobody. She rocks, man. <laughs> Goodbye. Look, but um, well, yeah, that was good. yeah, it was. And then another show that I've been watching is uh, games people play mm-hmm. with um, what's what's my girl name? Uh, yes, I love her. Um, it's a really good show if you haven't checked that out. It's, I like that show. It's 10 episodes, season one. <laughs> Look. I'm sorry, we spent about 30 minutes talking about TV. I'm just saying. And then lastly, I just have a question. Mm-hmm. So, Keisha Cole posted this big old hickey on the side of her neck. Yep. When when are you just too old to have a hickey? When you last got out of high school. That's when you're too old to have a hickey. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's all it's all good, you know. You're it's all good. doing all that, but if you don't get a hickey, get it somewhere that can't nobody see. Don't just don't post the shit. It's just stupid to me. I'ma just be honest. Even in high school, even some girls who have, in grammar school have hickeys coming to school. I just feel like they just think it was a shit. They, well, yeah, you you just yeah you, yeah. It's a body too high. You but I just 
I used to, rem- I can remember being in high school and seeing females with three, four hickeys on both sides. Like, that is just ridiculous. Ain't that much damn sucking in the Where the hell is your parents at? Like, you come home all these times. Let my daughter come man, with all these fucking hickeys. I'm trying to tell you. I'm, I'm a hickey of foot now. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> Shit, talking about some damn all these hickeys. I'm trying to tell you. You come to my house with all this shit. Don't you think you wrong? If I would have walked through my grandparents' house with hickeys on my neck like that, I would have got my butt whooped. TKO. Like, I'm just saying. So, I don't know. But I I do recall females coming to school with hickeys like that. And it just be like, what the hell? Like, really? So, I don't know. At my age, no, I do not want to be walking around with no big-ass hickey on the side of my neck like that. I, I'm sorry. I don't. Hey man, but Keish Cole, that. letting it be known, forget y'all that's hating on her hickey. She doubled down on that. So, um, Way to hold stay out her business. No, I'm just playing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm being funny. She didn't say that part. Mm-hmm. I'm being funny. But she did say, you know what I'm saying, she, she, the, yeah, she okay with it. So, but I just thought it was really funny. I'm like, yeah, at this age, no, like, if I just had, a, yeah, yeah, I don't no, even want, I don't even want my husband putting a big old hickey no, on I my neck. I ain't doing all that. And so, and I'm speaking from a, being a married woman, like, no, that's not cute. Being my age, walking around here, then my son, like, oh, mommy, what's that? <laughs> like, yeah, that ain't cool. We ain't doing that. that. That's not cute. What do you tell your kid? Like, shit. You just, <laughs> and that kid gonna think your daddy in there uh, beating on your mama. <laughs> you know what you gonna think? Like what, just in general, like she had two kids. Like what she what she telling her son? Well, I don't that. know. The youngest one probably ain't paying us, but the the one that's older he ain't that much younger than our son. Yeah. So what 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 do you tell your kid? I don't know what you tell you. You just too damn old to be doing some shit like that. I'm just I was like hey, I guess get your get your freak on <laughs> or whatever, but. Nah, I'm good. And then I thought it was kind of, it was really funny to me to see the whole Usher uh, thing about the fake money. Hey, man. I thought that was funny. And I'm thinking like, no, that man really didn't throw. But he did pay real money for whatever services, you know. I thought it was hilarious. But I thought it was hilarious um, because. The strippers really thought, they really went to the crib start. You know how, them, you know how these strippers be now. They go to the crib, throw <laughs> that dirty ass money on their bed, nasty ass. And they start counting shit. They gonna then they start counting a whole bunch of that usher money. They looking crazy now. I thought that was funny. I was here for it. Um, but he's going to be in Vegas. So shout out to Usher. Yeah, he was supposed to. Well, he was supposed to be in Vegas last year, but you know, yeah, and then all that stuff happened. But I think he's gonna go down in Vegas with him being there. He gonna put on a good ass show. I wanna go see him. Like I ain't gonna even front. Like, yeah, I'm gonna need that in my life. I do. I haven't seen Usher though since I was ten. Cause you know I was big on concerts. You ain't seen Usher, so you was getting hickeys put on you, huh? Excuse me, boo. I don't know what you're talking about, boo. But anyways, anyways, I see how you gonna roll that on in there. Bars, I got bars for days. I ain't fooling with you. I'm not fooling with you. But shout out to Usher. I'm maybe we can catch him in Vegas. I've been trying to get to Vegas now for some years. I wouldn't mind, man. Everybody named Mama Ben. Yeah, we we need to try to make that happen. We need to to do something. Yeah, it's a timeshare. Do something. I don't know. Look, we That's need to get the bank. people we don't talk to to split the bill. <laughs> <laughs> hey, someone stop. Hey, we ain't talking to me. Hey, you got something on this Vegas trip? Shit. 
Let's go half on the boo. Yeah, that's cheap. That's what we doing. Oh, that's what we be doing. That girl show a whole bunch of bitches down even fuck with. They like, cause it's cheap. I'm just gonna deal with her. But she say something to me, I'ma slap her ass. No, that's why half these females be on um Judge Mathis mm-hmm. talking about some. Uh, she didn't give me my half of the trip. She didn't give me my half of that time shit. Now I'ma tell you, do not never put. A whole trip on your credit card because you the only uh friend with the credit oh, card. Get baby. your cash first. Mm-hmm. Get your cash first. They don't, don't give you cash. Man. You ain't booking their stuff. Cause you, you see a whole lot of that on Judge Mathis where they I didn't get my money. She owed me two thousand dollars or no, nah, I ain't got time for that boo. Run me my money, then I will book the trip and Shoot. swipe my card. That's big and small claims, ain't it? <laughs> no. With two racks. No. You oh, ain't small making claims. small claims? You ain't got small claims for that. Oh, I, 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 I don't, yeah, $2,000. Folks be going them for 5000 in small claims. I know it is a cutoff for small claims, but I think you go for 2000 mm. But just a little advice out there. Don't swipe your credit card unless you get your money in your hand. Then you can book the trip. Well, ain't nobody going on that trip. Ain't nobody going. <laughs> well... This was a long check-in, but it was fun. Yeah. We had a whole lot to talk about. Um, but we're going to go on and get into this conversation. Let's go. You ready? Yeah. we be right back. Okay, babe, you ready? Mm-hmm. So, tonight, Alrighty. we're talking about dating then and dating now. Yeah. I chose to come up with the concept because I was... um. On, on some of my many, as everyone has, and they go on YouTube and they go down the rabbit hole and spend a couple hours looking at random ass videos on YouTube. I came across this video. Um, Revolt has a show, uh, Justin LeBoy, and it's called um, Respectfully with Justin LeBoy. I've never heard of Justin LeBoy before they said the Migos jumped on his ass. So, like, well, Quavo followed it. I don't know what happened, but I never heard of him. Until uh, that point, so allegedly this supposed to be the guy that uh, dated Sweetie back in the day. What's um, his name? Justin LeBoy. Oh, okay. So I see him. He's um, he's a younger guy. He's a he's a new age younger guy. If you know what I mean when I say that, uh, little cocky young dude. You can see it. Um, so he, I saw the one we had Sweetie on there, and only thing I heard it wasn't even coming from her. It was coming from the women all around her. He was trying to ask her questions about um, mess with uh, regular dudes. Like, would you ever mess with just a regular guy? And all the women around her was talking about some. He got to have millions to mess with us. And talking about some, we ain't regular bitches and all that shit. And I, as soon as, as soon as I started hearing that type of talk coming out of these young ass girls, I couldn't even listen to the whole episode. I got to turn that shit off. Because it to me it was just ridiculous the, the just the, just the silly the shit that was coming the content the, the silly shit that was coming out their mouth you know so it, that was that's what inspired me to come up with this subject about uh, women what what are the expectations women's expectations now and men versus what they were when we were coming up we were coming up in the nineties and early two thousands uh, in the dating and everything like that so that's what inspired me to come up with this. Uh-huh. I, definitely I was getting think, background on it because no, it, I was it, gonna it just irritated say, me so much. I saw that I was about five minutes in. No, I, I I really do think there's a difference from 
our time, which is crazy to say, because we're not old, old. No, we're not old. But we, it is a time now, I guess. And now, yeah. No, I'm just being funny when I say it like that. Shit. But um, our time compared to these young um, people's time, it's a big difference. Do I agree with everything? No. Um, some of it to me is foolery. It's not realistic. I feel like they all out here chasing stuff that's not realistic. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them don't even want to work for it. Don't get me wrong. Um, it, it It is like a whole new thing now with social media where you can make good money. And I ain't mad at it. Um, but I think that because we come from a generation where we had regular jobs. You know, we went to school. We worked while we was in school. Um, we worked not jobs, you know what I'm saying? Once we got out of high school, went to college, or whatever the case may be. But we work nine to fives. So our reality is a lot different um, than some of these people. And some of the things they do, I just couldn't see myself doing as a young lady. Yeah. So it's just a big difference. Because some of these young ladies, not all, some of them out here making their own paper. And I guess you had a right to talk the way you're talking. Maybe, maybe not. But... A lot of these young ladies barely got a pot to piss in. You know what I'm saying? When you when you get off the gram and Facebook and all of that, what are you what do you have behind closed doors? You know what I'm saying? Like the reality or the narrative that you put in for the public to see, is that really your reality? Is that really your truth? Because yeah. you can make anything look good with a snap here, snap there, laugh here, laugh there. So it's just a big difference from where I come from, I've watched uh, people work jobs, work for what they want. And that's what I come from. That's what I teach my son. That ain't nothing handed to you. Ain't nothing out here for free. You will sell yourself to the devil himself just to to get fame and to get money and to be out here. Like, no. You know what I'm saying? I just Some of it is just foolery to me, in my opinion. All this jewelry and things. Don't get me wrong. I love jewelry. My husband said, "Y'all, I, I, I love jewelry." Yeah, I spent enough on it. <laughs> but on the flip side of that, like some of this stuff that you be seeing flashing and these gifts, and we just talked about this um, a couple of episodes mm-hmm. ago. Just the narrative people put out here yeah. of what they want, but then that's not really what it is behind closed doors. Yeah. So I don't know. So let's go on and, and get into it. So. Dating ten to fifteen years ago, mm-hmm. what did that look like for you, baby? Just in it general, like, just you know, you know, dating for me back then, it, it looked it looked like a, a woman work, uh, women working full time job, part time jobs, women going to school, even women with kids, just figuring it out. Um, dating looked like women going to the hair. Sh- hair shop or hair salon and getting like the little short joint, the, the, the feathers and layers joint um, in their head. Um, it looked like women with with short hair getting their little curls and things like that. They Fantasia cut because I was still for the Fantasia book. Like, that's what they look like. Women getting regular um, French tip. Getting wraps manic- in their hair. Getting wraps, French tip manicures, you know, things like that. That's what it looked like then. It, it looked like women only wearing light makeup, some 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 lip gloss, maybe some. Get your lipstick. eyebrows arched, baby. Get your eyebrows arched, you know. Get your feet done. That's what dating looked like to me back then. Dating 
it, it looked like. So what was you doing for the day? Hold on. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. They they look like you know uh, when we go out, we go get something to eat, then catch a movie, and after that maybe just walk around and you know just you know talk, get to know each other. Uh, that's what dating looked like then. Um, so it's it's bad. It's, it's just different to me. Okay, so dating look like then. Okay, so dating for me back then. Okay. Before we like jump in, I wanted us to both say what, yeah, what dating looked like to us back then. So, 10, 15 year, years ago for me, dating looks like um, similar to what Justin was saying. Back then, I wore my hair cut short. I loved my, I rocked my Monica short style. I rocked my Fantasia yeah. um, style back then. I wore a lot of, uh, when I wanted my hair to grow, I'd throw some micro braids or braids in my hair. Yeah. Um, I kept my nails done. I've been getting my nails done ever since I was in the fifth grade. <laughs> kept them done, boo. Kept them done. Kept them done, Yes. Um... And I wore my nails kind of long, not as long as these girls do now. I don't know what's up with these ten inch nails. No, we no. get we get back to yeah, that. Okay, pause. But anyway, I got my nails done, got my feet done, got my eyebrows arched. I worked a full time job. Um, at the time, um, then at one point I had a part time, a full time, and I was a full time student. Yeah. So that's what it was looking like for me. Now, as far and then when you got to me having. Somebody, it was, you know, going out to eat, going to the show, going downtown, walking around downtown. Yeah. Um, that used to be like my favorite thing to do is walk downtown, doing little things like that, going to the lakefront, because, you know, Chicago, we got the lakefront, going to sit on the rocks and things like that, the little simple things. Um, that's what dating was back then. Oh, I got something to add. Uh, dating then was uh, uh, girls with coach wallets oh yeah i had my coach wallet my coach purse anything was was coach purses you know what i'm saying and oh yeah wait maybe a michael kors bag wait a minute i'm glad you said that because back then i was wearing guess was like one of my favorites i wore tommy um but guess was my thing so i wore a lot of guests i love sundresses that was my my thing back then because I think I mentioned how I was I wasn't really girly girly until like my senior year. Mm-hmm. And so I started getting some feeling myself a little bit more, you know, just being more girly. Cuz I used to always wear baggy or clothes and things like that when I was younger. And coach wallets used to be everything. But yeah, I had my coach. I had my pager. Um me and my girl, oh, that was the yeah, yeah. Oh jeez. I had a cell phone. Um my first cell phone though was a prepaid. <laughs> I didn't have a contract until I got out of high school mm-hmm. and got and whatever. But that was dating for me back then, you know, and then it's like <laughs> it was just the simple things I think back then when you dated a guy yeah. that just made you be like, Ooh, I love him. You know, you just you know, it was just the little simple things, just spending time. Just spending well for me it was just spending time with that person that I was really vibing with. Um, us doing little simple things because I've always been like even with us I love the little simple things we do like um, just when we watching shows together just cuddle I get the cuddle under you like I love those little simple things so I've, I've always been like that Um, and maybe some girls at that time that, that maybe it was different things for them but it was always the little simple things for me um, that made you know, me happy you, go, you take, take a girl to Red Lobster 
Yeah, she Red Lobster was a big thing it. back then. Red Lobster, you take a you t- like, ooh. T- t- Fridays, they looking like, oh. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So. Well, you take it to like the, uh, the, the Grand Lux Cafe downtown or something like that. Take it to yeah. the Grand Lux, boy. She really thinks she, she was a real nigga, boy. A real king, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just saying, like, just spots. Just it was the little spots. things. Yeah, I agree. And then don't yeah. get me wrong, like, even when dating back then, when a guy that you're dating did little things for you, gave you money to go get your hair and nails done or paid a bill or two. Because, I, I mean, for me, in my 20s, I, I had moved out at 19. So, I had bills, baby. I had rent. I had a car. No, I had bills and things like that. So, it was nice that some, the person I was with paid a bill or gave me money and said, here, go have fun with her, things like that. But I never felt like nobody was obligated because I worked. The, and that, see, that's the thing. I mean, let me say this too. For me, I've always been taught and raised to take care of myself. Now, if you have a person that you're with and they're doing things for you, that's great. That's a beautiful thing. Because mm-hmm. y'all y'all a couple, you know? Mm-hmm. But um, I never... I was the type of person, like, I didn't... Ha- you didn't... I didn't need anything from you. Because mm-hmm. I pay my own rent. I pay my own car. No, my own car insurance. Mm-hmm. Phone bill, light bill, gas bill, and so forth. But, it, yes, it was nice to have somebody, if I'm dating you... To give me money and say, here, Keisha, go get your hair done, your nails done, or, you know, put this on a bill. Or, those are nice things, See, but so I wasn't. That's my, that was the <laughs> thing uh, back then. Like, it was, at the, 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 the extent of it, it was, I ain't got no money for my phone bill this month, <laughs> or, you know what I'm saying? You do. And you throw them a little. You around, like, I, w- I was still going back and forth internally about giving this woman money. <laughs> But I was still be like, I ain't gonna be here, you know what I'm saying? I'm talking to you. I, I kind of like you. You got in the way with I like that you said that. Yeah, I kind of like you. I ain't hit yet, so I'm still interested. So, um, yeah, here, here, take a little money, get you, get your phone bill paid, boom, whatever. It was like one of them things, you know what I'm saying? Or, um, I, I'm, I, I gotta, we gotta go out, but I gotta get my nails done and my hair done. All right, cool, here, you know what I'm saying? Do what you need to do. Here, take this, boom. I still kind of like you. I still ain't here yet, so I'm still interested. So <laughs> I love the way you, you know, say that. You know what I'm saying? Because it ain't, it ain't, it ain't cost a lot. You know what I'm saying? I can throw, no. you, I can throw you some bread. Because back then, to get you. To. Wait a minute. Let's throw this out here. Because I don't know. For some reason, me and my cousin was just talking about this, and I don't know why or what we was talking about. But we did touch on how back in the day, getting your nails done back then mm-hmm. was only like twenty, twenty-five bucks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Your fee was twenty dollars flat. Yeah. Now to go get my nails and feet done, I'm spending a hundred and a hundred or more. Yeah. That ain't even including the eyebrows. That back then you get everything for fifty bucks. I remember when we first came down, I tripped down here when um I, I when broke we, my nail. Um, yeah, you you broke. Your That's nail, what made us go. And I was like, you know what? Let's just go to the nail spot. You'll get your nail, hands and feet done. And I was like, you know what? While you getting yours done. Fuck it, I'm gonna get mine done too. It's nothing. We walked out of how much you paid back? That shit was over hundred and something dollars. It was like a hundred and twenty, hundred thirty, hundred and forty dollars or so in that Damn it, two hundred dollars. I was looking like this is some fucking hands and feet. I'm and like, I what the hell no. And it was crazy because when they told him how much, and mind you, since we've been together, Justin has bought me all type of Sweet, you know, things. So it wasn't even about the money, but when they told him the amount of it, 
I was like, what the hell we get? Like, <laughs> I even had something to say. I was like, wait a minute, what we get? Yeah, like, you know, what y'all do? and the only reason why we was there because I had broke that nail. And I couldn't walk around the rest of the trip with my little nail broke. One nail. So it made me feel like we should have just, because technically I didn't even need my feet done because everything had got done before we, um, we came. But yeah. we just was like, well, what the hell? But I was like, shit, we should just get my little one nail fixed <laughs> and kept it moving. But it was just funny to me how much, like, the little things cost now compared to back in the day. Because now they want to charge you for the shape of the nail, yeah. the length of the nail. Don't let you want to get them all jacked up with decorations and rhinestones. So it's like, are you serious? And we first moved here, I missed, my, oh my gosh, shout out to my nail tech, Nikki. Oh, I miss her so much. <laughs> Ooh, shout out Nikki boo shout out I need to probably holler at her when I come up there but uh okay, I need you to stay <laughs> oh, my bad I had a little moment baby I'm sorry I'm sorry I had a little moment I had a little moment I'm sorry but anyway um what was I going with that cause I you I, I, I can't even get it ain't talking about your, your nail tech I'm sorry I had a really good nail tech yeah. but who was on tech but no all just aside back then it was real that's what I was saying it was just cheaper too for a guy that you were dating um your boyfriend however you want to put it yeah. um to really give you money to do little things or want to give you money to do little things mm-hmm. compared to now cause things now you literally got to come up with damn near two, three hundred dollars. Just hair now costs an arm and a leg. You know, like. Hold on. Well, so we we going into now. Yeah, I guess we are. All yeah. Right, so okay, so dating now. Okay, so first of all, once again, I'm married, so I'm not dating now, but I see the landscape. Well, we so, can still talk about it if we were dating. Like, so if you well, were that's dating, what I'm saying I see the yeah. landscape. So. Dating now. Consists. Let me give you a scenario. Can I? Go ahead. Okay. So, you just met me. And we've been talking maybe for... No, I can't use you. Why you can't use me? Because you, because dating, dating now. We, it's, Wait, it's we dating young, now. But you're not, you, you're... We're going to pretend I'm 10 years younger. All right. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. I didn't want to say so it. We, so we talking about a ten year young kid. We talking Keisha. about an early twenties Keisha. Yes, um, and we've been talking. Let's say about That's grown up in this era. Yeah. So you mean me with a weave down to my ass? Hold on, I'll go ahead. I'm, I'm describing myself. Go now. ahead, shit. Because you said the. I right, go ahead. Okay. So when you met me, my hair was done, my nails was done. I got these four inch nails. Um, my hair is all down to my ass. I got my little $500 sew in. I'm wearing number name brand from head to toe. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is how you met me now, okay? Yep. Um, should I be working? I got a little job, I guess. <laughs> I got a little work, job. work you? I don't know, because I feel like none of these little girls work nowadays, all but right. I'm just saying. Nope. But okay. I got a little job. All right, I don't know what you work. I don't either, but I got a little something, something. Now, we've been talking or kicking it for about two months, mm-hmm. okay? So, I'm slowly, you ain't got me a little something here and there. But now, I'm like, look, my, my head need done. That's 500. My nails and my, my feet need done. 
Oh yeah, you know the eyebrows now. They don't just get a regular arch. They do the 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 little special stuff. That's five hundred to get it touched up. That's two hundred. So yeah, boo. I'm... Shout out to the salons and the kitchen in the world. <laughs> they make us y'all niggas should be in all y'all niggas should be millionaires by now. I went into the wrong field, and it's funny because I was gonna go into cosmetology. I think I should have stayed in that when I was at CVS, baby. Um, but anyway, so these women will fucking not go eating for a whole week to get their shit done. Look here, they ain't gonna pay no rent just to get it done. So this is where we at. They gonna buy uh, shoes for their kids. <laughs> Man, that's a whole nother uh, episode because I can't stand to see kids looking like they ain't got a home, but the mama is dressed from head to toe and all of that. Yeah, all I right. hate that. But anyway, so this is what you that this is what you approach. This is what you've been kicking with for two three months. And I'm a regular guy. And I'm I'm like now nah, you yeah boo, what's up? He ain't nothing up. <laughs> nothing up. That's that's the that's the pleasures of of, of dating. And there's nothing up. I'm not, I'm not paying you. I'm not paying you five hundred dollars to get your hair done. Fuck that. You know what I'm saying? I may I may go ahead fork a little bill on the nails and feet. You know what I'm saying? I may do that. You know I I, I may like you. I was. I don't know if I hit yet. After two months, I I should I should have hit. You should have hit. Okay. Well, we say we we I I guess we say you ain't hit. So right. I'm really feeling like Ooh, yeah. Like boo, you you need to be running mm-hmm. me some money. I need my hair done. I need my nails done. My hair is not cheap, boo. I like the good stuff in my head. I'm just saying. The good stuff. The good stuff. I don't do that synthetic cheap shit. No synthetic. We want El <laughs> natural. Love. The Remy. Yes. And it gotta be like forty inches long, boo. Forty inches long. I don't do nothing shorter than forty. I don't ride the horse, huh? Nah, I still wouldn't do it. I'm sorry. You still wouldn't do it? Hell no. Like what? Like, but this is what you. If you, you got time, go ahead. But this is what you approached. So my whole thing is when a guy in this in this era approach a female mm-hmm. that's like that. You got 17 and 18 year olds like that. Mm-hmm. That's rocking hairdos that's my car notes. Mm-hmm. Which I just, man, ain't got a job at first. But you in high school rocking a $500 hairdo. That that $500 wig, sewing, whatever you want, whatever it is, man. But that, it better be writing your papers. It better be. That's, that $500 hairdo do not give you entitlement. That that's borrowed. That's borrowed entitlement. Listen, that's when, borrowed confidence. When you talk to these young folks, um, that's in that bracket, young teen to early twenties, that is their mind frame. That that's they're entitled. Period. That's that's what they think. They walk. They ain't even pay for this stuff. I ain't got a job. You still living at the crib, but you rocking. All this stuff, and you just you got a thousand or something. What iPhones is over a thousand dollars. You got a thousand dollar phone. You got a five hundred dollar hairdo. Your nails is and all of that is over a hundred dollars. You rocking gym shoes that's about two hundred dollars. You rocking all these name brand Nike you know, and all of that. Yeezys on relaxing. They got me got them little. Uh, I'm just saying. Out there, Gucci slides. You know. I'm just saying. So it's like they don't live in a reality, and I just, I just it it just blows. I don't me. understand where they get where they come off of this notion. Them growing up 
nine times out of ten, they come from middle class or lower class or lower class homes. Yes. Nine times out of ten. Yes, there's some that do come from wealth and uh, that can probably can afford and, it. And they can't afford it or grew up in a household where their parents they tell them if you're going to date or you're going to be in a relationship with someone, they have to bring a certain amount to the table because look at what you come from. So you need someone that's going to sustain your way of living because that's what you come from. But so I, that's, that's fine. Yeah. If that's what you if that's what you come from and that's what you've known. But you're gonna be but I think if you can afford like if you live in that type of household, you're gonna be around people that could give you that type of stuff. In my opinion. You're not gonna be over here with the people that really can't afford it, but they doing it. If you're in that type of circle. And then the entitlement comes with a lot of these young girls. If they got one homegirl that's on or one young or one homegirl that's popping they automatically think that they, they ride that train. Well, that make you think they they that bad bitch too, and we ain't nothing but bad bitches roll around. No, your girl is on. Your girl is entitled to that because she's on. She got her right. You ain't you ain't got shit. You need you striving for what you for what you want. But what happened to a bad bitch being an independent woman? They got a job. They remember the song "Independent." Yeah. What happens to that being? The bad bitch, cause to me at twenty three or twenty, when I when I left my parents' house and I was able to take care of myself, I thought I was a bad bitch for that. That was an accomplishment for me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Me and my cousin were roommates, and then I got my own place. You, when I got my own apartment to myself and was covering all my bills and going to school, working a full time job, to me that was a bad bitch. That was an example of a chick. That was doing what she needed to get done. And didn't need a man. Now, if she had one, cool. Mm-hmm. But she didn't need one. Mm-hmm. That's, to me, a definition of a bad bitch. A woman that got her own. Yep. And can do on her own. Don't have to wait for nobody. Don't need nobody. But if somebody comes along that she loves on or, or, or is, you know, with, that's nice. But she yeah. don't have to have him there paying her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That to me, what happened to that? What happened? It's a larger margin. Well, it's I'm sorry. It's it's a less. I guess there's not as many women out there doing. There is a lot of women out here doing their own thing, and there's a lot of women out here getting a lot of money out here and starting their own business and living that life. But there's even more women out here that's out here living a lot. And I think a lot of it stems from, um, a lot of it stems from what's the, uh, another subject was going on too was like social the narrative media, that people narrative. put out though. I think a lot of this, a lot of this shit started from these reality shows, these love and hip hops, and uh, all the social media. I they agree. See, they see these girls on there with all this weave down their back, and all these different bags and shit, and having this little, uh, this little. Um, I ain't even gonna say swag to them. Just have this little attitude to them where they're entitled, and all that's just for show. But these these girls and took that and ran with it. They see all these pictures with the expensive clothes, women, all the jewelry, clothes, the vacations, this the expensive cars, the expensive cars. They ain't even theirs. The vacation they ain't even pay for. You know what I'm saying? And and they think that's life. A lot of them, a lot of them are recycling pictures. A lot of these women out here. They ain't took that vacation that they showing you today. They ain't took that shit in three years. They just you know, be all <laughs> these pictures and talking about how they still living that life. I, I just feel like, especially being that I... I can go to a beach and say I'm out here living that life. 
I can go to the beach. And be posting pictures from years ago. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I never thought about that, but, but yeah, you definitely But this, they see that, and that shit's so seeing. All you see scrolling down, all you see scrolling down timeline is, is women weave down the back, makeup on, showing titties. First of all, next, I'm next trying post. to understand why. Weave down the back, showing titties, makeup on. Next post. Ass shot, head down the back. Next post. Women showing their nails and tats on their ch- chest. Next post. It's the same repetitive thing over and over again. But for some reason, that is like the end thing. Like, and it's really sad to me because I feel like the newer generation that's fresh out of high school, they don't even get it. Because these little girls don't even look like little girls no more. They, they 18th birthday or senior year, they look like grown-ass women with these wigs on and all this makeup caked on their face. Like, I just don't know when that became the end thing. I don't want to see a, a 17, 18-year-old young girl looking like they older than me. No. I just don't. Um, it's, mm-hmm. To me, it's not cute. It's a lot of things. that like I'm not saying they can't wear makeup, but it don't have to be so plastered on their face to where they look 20 years, 20, 30 years older than what they really are. I just And then the hair down to the butt, I'm just not bad with that. At all. I just, why you need all that? I, I just don't, yeah, I don't get it, but. And you see it everywhere down here. I remember the time we, yeah. went, we, we just went to a wing spot to go pick up some wings, and we just waiting in line, go pick our stuff up. You see a little young girl in there. She had, like, she was all dressed up to the nines. Had so much makeup on, she had that shit on her shirt. Yeah. <laughs> so much, and it's so hot But you outside. know what I be thinking? What, like, if I had a daughter... I would really be thinking like now since I start I got my, I started getting my nails done in the fifth grade so I wouldn't have a problem with my daughter getting nails and things like that because I was doing that, but when it comes to the weave down to the bud and like I really like when my daughter if I had a daughter she got to like because they start doing it about fourteen fifteen I can't see myself paying that type of money you ain't got a job. You put half on that boo? I, I, Even if I, I got the money. Done. Yeah, I would that I wouldn't have a problem with the nails, the feet, that type of stuff, no. Um, even lashes, I'm not paying for that. I I'm not I'm not gonna even stay in line. My daughter probably be like, I can't wait to get at your house <laughs> to be honest, because it's a lot of stuff I couldn't see myself doing. A five hundred dollar hairdo mm-hmm. at fourteen? I I think not. I don't. I think not right along with you. And then even when, say, like, if we had a daughter and once she got to high school, she had her little part-time job. Then it'd be, well, I got my own job. I could pay for it myself. Mm-hmm. Will I still allow her to go get that hair do, though? Would you? I don't know. Like, I don't I don't know. Because then that would be, you know, that'd be the next conversation. Well, it's my money. If it's, if it's her money she worked for, just like in life, you, you do... It's your money, you do what the hell you want to with your money. But at 16, 17, you should not be looking like a grown-ass woman. You're not grown. No. The attention that you, you're you going to receive walking around, really no, it's not. It really isn't. You mm-hmm. putting these lashes on, these long-ass weaves, and your nails. Like, I don't mind the nails, but all that other stuff, like, you, you asking for attention that you're probably not going to want. Yeah. You know what I'm saying for men. Yeah. You know, cause I I'm just saying. So I don't know that that conversation gets a little tricky, but it's definitely a difference from back then and now the dating and what 
uh, young is, girls man. want and think they they're entitled to. I just don't get it, man. Like it'd be a whole group of them. And then I whole feel like they don't. And half of them ain't doing half of them. Half of them on a half of them on the jet because they home girl got to got to break yeah. the jet. And but then only they go back to the crib. They going back to their home. And you gotta think about it too. A lot of times when one friend get you know up on whatever. Maybe one or two, maybe uh, her friends get with one of the homies that that got two. You know what I'm saying? It's just a long shot in that. And for me, that I ain't got time to be doing that. Like if I was a young girl, I'm out here trying to do what I got to do for me. Like I'm not out here trying to check for what man can take care of me because at the end of the day. I guess why you got somebody to take care of you. I hope you moving in a certain way to go invest some of this money that he be giving you and stuff. Because if he just one day wake up and be like, I don't want you going about your bit, you know what I'm saying? Go about his business until you go about yours. Then what you going to do? All you got is materialistic things that ain't going to get you nowhere. Ain't going to get you nowhere to lay your head. Ain't going to pay a bill for you. So I don't get it. I'm just, I'm mm-hmm. real old school with that. You don't never set yourself up for anybody. To have you ass out, you just don't. Even you always make sure you get for yourself. Even if you, even if you ride with your homie, yeah, y'all gonna come to a situation where y'all seen it before, where y'all fall out. Then next thing you know, you ain't in the spotlight with her next to her no more. Then what? You gotta figure out where to get some money. What you do? You're a spoiler. Well, we see it all the time with these. A lot of these females, they got friends that's doing the same thing they got. Yeah, come up. They end up going going toe to toe with each other and then telling all their secrets and, and be it. lying. Talking about some, nah, you lying about this. You ain't got this. You yeah. see it all the and time. Next you know you. And next <laughs> thing you know, you market yourself as having something to offer, uh, offer the world, but it's based on someone else's downfall. This oh, is... I got! I know all the secrets. I'm writing a book about what we. And then you start getting famous just from that. You're doing all this. You're exploiting the person you was with that originally you was hanging out with. Mm-hmm. Y'all fall off, and then that's what happens. You find another way. You live this lifestyle that wasn't yours. You just alone for the ride, and now you refuse to go back to what you was. Now you'll do anything to stay in that lifestyle you in. I'ma say this. What's so I... wrong with these women now, man? My family members that are in that age range, I've had talks with, and they do the long hair and all that, because that's just the end thing, and I understand. Mm-hmm. Call me old, call me what you want to, but I'm real old school, and I'm going to stay old school. Um, even with my son, even if we had another <laughs> child, mm-hmm. and it happened to be a girl, I'm I'm going to stay true to how I was brought up, and the values that I feel like you should have. Yeah. Um and as a woman, you should always, my father used to always w- want all of his girls to be independent. Yes, he wanted us to fall in love and to be with a guy that loved on us and treated his daughters right and things and so forth. But he always saw his daughters to make sure you can stand on your own two feet and be independent. Yeah. Don't ever set yourself up for anyone to be able to walk away and you have nothing. So the advice that I always give, because I sometimes talk to these young folks, all I could do is shake my little head. Um, and I know they won't even like you, she you old, but whatever. But the advice that I always give them is I get this is the end thing. I understand that. I ain't that damn old. But um, and you doing what what is now. So that's fine. But understand the things that you have and what you're doing is just not realistic, especially especially if you don't have a job. 
No one's entitled to do the things that they're doing. The only thing that your parents are supposed to do, and this is probably always said in the black household, is clothe you, make sure you got a roof over your head. Absolutely. And what's the last one? Make sure you fed. Make sure you fed. Nowhere does it say that I got to keep you in name brand clothes, shoes. It don't say I got to go by game systems. Ain't part of the contract. And I ain't got to do all that. Okay? It, it don't. So just understand that when people are doing these things, they do it because they want to. But you also have to be appreciative of the things that you receive and don't take advantage of those things. And then assume that you're obligated to have these things. It, it don't work like that because that's not the real world. When you start working a nine to five and you got bills to pay, you're going to have to choose between a $500 hairdo or am I going to pay my rent? Am I going to go pay three, $400 on these eyebrows or am I going to um, pay my light gas and cell phone bill? Those are the responsibilities that you're going to have when you once you step into the real world. And I just feel like young girls need to stop looking at all these celebrity people that have this narrative. My that's, message to the, to the, to the, to the guys to out here. <laughs> My message to the guys out here. This is basically to, to the guys in, the, in their 30s. Don't y'all take y'all eyes in debt trying to mess with them young girls. Y'all better go get y'all one of them girls in their 30s and 40s and keep that shit moving. <laughs> what you trying to say? So, so us women that's in our um 30s and 40s, well, because you said late 30s and 40s. I just said 30s and 40s. Oh, what you trying to say? 30s and 40s, women don't care. Their mindset is different. They ain't, they ain't out to not do shit. Well, some of them. But a lot of them is, <laughs> they ain't out here just to get something for nothing. No. Y'all take take your ass to them twenty year old girls y'all want to. You gonna they be gonna broke. Try, they gonna try and have your ass fucking uh working sixty hours if even if they wanted uh full time uh guy with a full time job. Half time. No, he gonna need about three jobs. Uh, they gonna want they gonna you gotta put on that front like you make two hundred two hundred thousand a year, hundred thousand a year for them to even look at you, mm-hmm. which is ridiculous. That's crazy. But that's just their mindset. So Ooh, don't be out here faking the phone with these young girls. If you if you want to, go ahead. You know what I'm saying? If they'll, if they'll let you hit, go ahead. But have one won't want you to buy them something. But you got some guys out here that be stunning. They ain't got like that. And be broke well, as hell. A lot of them ain't got shit and they Be broke as hell. And it, it ain't even all always about money because a guy can have all the money in the world but be treating you like nothing and dogging you. So be wise and pick your battles. About what you Obviously, Obviously, old girl stayed with dude for the longest. Um, while he was while he was cheating, cheating like shit, but she oh, was steady yeah. getting shit. So obviously, they that whole shit. narrative was crazy to me for her so, to post what she posted. To, in. to me, that's that's it. Still lays the claim is if you got bread, they gonna pull up with more and more because you got money. No, my my sanity and my peace is way more important than some man money and me having Birkins. Yeah, but you ain't no, but you ain't no twenty year old. No, I'm That's not. But, well, yeah, you got a point though. Yeah, but they don't that, give a shit. He just bought me a bag and bought this, this, and this. But being Some ran through that. by all the same guys, like that ain't even cute though. Hey, they just being passed around and all these men sitting back talking about you. Hey, that's what it is. That's not cute. It ain't gotta be. So they're taken care of as they as they would like. But to that's be. just my advice to young ladies. It's nothing wrong with a guy doing little things for you and things like that, especially if he care about you, but. On the flip side of that, take care of yourself. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Do what you got to do out here in these streets for yourself. Go to college. Do do things and move for you, whatever that may be. But don't be out here just 
trying to floss and get what you can get and not nah. Cause that get old. Cause one of my aunties used to always say, "What you gonna do when you get older and the looks ain't there?" And it's the next little young thing out and here. There will be a next young. Thing. Oh, always. So what are you gonna <laughs> do then? So please, just you know, that's just my advice. That's the you know, that's just because that's how I was. All right. But I love you for for all the things that you 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 give me and do. I appreciate it. I appreciate you using me. <laughs> <laughs> It's been a pleasure. You know, it's nice to have a hubby that does the nice things that you do. So I appreciate you. No problem. <laughs> Look, I can say I'm married. Look, I'm a married woman. I've been out the dating scene for a long time. So. Hey, Let's wrap it up. So hey, I'm playing this damn fucking Bulls game. They still getting their ass smashed. Fuck you, Orlando. All right, wrap it up. <laughs> Okay, so I've enjoyed this conversation. It was a fun conversation to have, babe. Yeah. I had to get something off my chest. All right. Ain't no wrong with that, boo. I'm here for it. So, in closing, once again, this is our 21 episode. 2-1. We all grown up. Yes, and I'm so excited about that. And, you know, I always like to either start or end with giving our contact information in case you want to, you know, send us some love. Our email is k period j period c o n v o one nine at gmail dot com. Instagram is k underscore j underscore conversations. Facebook is k k and j conversations, and that and is the and symbol. Mm-hmm. And we are always putting our workout when back Thursdays. Thursdays and Thursday, what? Thursday mornings. Yes, and you already know we're going to talk about a little love, a little family, a little relationships, and... Everything in between. Yes, yes, yes. So, it's been fun. Like, follow, support. One more time, Zay. Like, follow, support. Yes, and we will see you guys when, baby? Next Thursday. Next Thursday. Hopefully the Bulls win. Shit, fucking around <laughs> with them. <laughs> All right, guys. Talk to you next week. Peace out.